Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Happy February. Happy Feb. How do you say it? I say it the wrong way. How do you say? I don't. I, I'm sure I say it. What's the wrong way? I say oh, February. Yeah, I think that's uh, technically the wrong way because of the silent R. So how do say, people say it? Are you supposed to say February? What? I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong way. No, I wonder. It, it must what, be correct, but it sounds so weird. At one point, it was probably pronounced February, and then people February. just were like, "I'm not doing that." I mean, I say September, so whatever I say is probably incorrect, let's be honest. <laughs> I think those are the only two you can really fuck up, unless you're, like, That's calling January January, you know? <laughs> and I am. June, July, you know? Who knows? Yeah, well, it's close to the German. How uh, many um, months are also names? June, May, April, August? I think anything can be a name if you really try. I know, but those four would not surprise me. I think anything else would be like, oh, that's new. Hi, I'm February. Hi, I'm January. Oh. You can call me January Jones. January. Isn't that her name? January Oh, yeah, January. There's an October. There's someone named October. Yeah, there's some October. What about Blue October? Into the ocean. I think in um, Hey Arnold, there he dated a girl named September or something. And I remember being like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's on my na- my favorite names list for my future baby. <laughs> September. Um. Anyway, happy February, February, however you say it and however you practice. Um, I hope you have a great, great month. It is. We are now into the second month of this year. Hard to believe. So far, things are okay. Um, or do you have uh, any any opinions on how this year is going so far, 2023? I gotta say, we, as we record this, are only 19 days into the year. So I feel like um, I'm hoping everything's still good in February. I feel like it's... I Me feel too. Like, you know, we're kind of slowly picking up steam here. And then February is really when our touring starts and all that good stuff. So I like to think we're getting a much needed rest and then we're going to 
you know, all cylinders. All right. Okay. Well, that sounds fine by me. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who have never been here before, welcome to our listeners episode where we put out a listeners episode on the first of every month where we read stories submitted by you of your personal true crime and paranormal experiences. Uh, usually we do a couple back and forths and lovely Eva is the one who finds these stories for us. So snaps for Eva. And uh, do we have a, a topic this year that or this month that we ran with? Because I think we ended up yeah. kind of combining a few things. Yeah. Um, d- you did hear Eva just tell us, right? Or are you, or or did you not hear her tell us? I heard the second half. Okay, I heard this, it cracks me up because Eva, before we record these, will be like, "Okay, so this is the theme, and this is that," and then Em's like nodding, and then in the episode, is like, "Do we have a theme?" <laughs> well because i heard i heard eva say that some of it was hard to find through an email so we ended up switching it up last minute i know so so initially we had said hey send in emails if you've ever written but that's a story for another time at the Mm -hmm. end of an email then can you send in those stories the ones that are that are like you know how a lot of times at the end of an email it'll say uh maybe someday i'll write in about the uh the witch that haunted my dad's tea kettle. But that's a story for another time. Yeah. And yeah. we ended up not having a, a, a lot of them or. I think uh, there weren't. She picked a few of those. And then there were also some Valentine's uh, themes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, can I go first? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Just like for some reason, the, the spirit moves me. Today. Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> I'm not going to deny your spirit or the spirit. So this is from Philip. He, him, his. Thank you, Philip. It says, hey, M. Christine. Oh, well, the title is, the subject is, but that's a story for another time. Hey, M. Christine, Eva, and all the rest. My name is Philip, and I use he, him pronouns. I wanted to write in with a story in case the theme for next month's Listener Tales does end up being something like, but that's a story for another time. I wrote in about a year ago with a story about my classmate seeing a hand reach across my body over Zoom. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like they were in acting class or something, and they were doing like an acting thing over Zoom during the pandemic. They felt something kind of no like there somebody them? else saw a hand coming across oh, their screen yes. isn't that yes. horrible i remember that i don't remember much but i remember that Oy. about my classmate seeing a hand reach across my body over zoom while my wife and i were finishing up grad school at ohio university mm-hmm. sorry there's an episode that comes out uh in a Next that we week. just recorded but comes out february 5th right yeah it's yeah. uh I mentioned it's it's about dorms and and now it makes sense that of course we would mention uh we just mentioned Ohio University in the episode and, and now, so this is now about an Ohio- oh I love that what a weird little synchronicity what a validating thing because I just talked about how it was haunted and yes now I, you did we're getting some confirmation yes that is so weird okay anyway uh let's see while that's the only zoom related ghost experience i have it's certainly not my only ghost story because i grew up in an extremely haunted house next door to an even more haunted church Mm. everyone in my family has their own stories of ghostly encounters there and i wanted to share what i'd consider to be my best for and that's why we drink thank you honored i love the theatrics of it My dad served as a pastor at a Lutheran church in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, when I was growing up. Being a PK, do you know what that is? A preacher's kid? Yeah! 
Pastor's, pastor's kid? It says preacher's kid. Yeah, I've, I don't know that word, but fun. Being a PK meant going to church every Sunday, even when you didn't want to, and sitting through potlucks afterward, even when you'd rather be home playing video games. One Sunday, I finished my potluck lunch as quickly as I could and asked my mom if I could walk home. By walk home, I mean walk the maybe 20 yards from the church to the parsonage where we lived. (laughs) And we lived in a safe town of about a thousand people. So my mom said, sure, take off. I ran out the doors of the fellowship hall and into a completely normal, sunny, and not at all creepy Sunday afternoon. When I got to our front porch, I ran up the steps, the four steps, opened the screen door, and started to open the front door. Then it felt like I got pushed back by someone. The devil. (laughs) (laughs) He's, this is his parsonage now. (laughs) I hope this makes sense, but when I was opening my front door, I had my head down and eyes focused on connecting hand to doorknob, so I didn't know immediately what had pushed me back out onto the porch. When I looked up, I saw my older sister standing there in a white towel. Except that couldn't be true because I had just left her at the church. Oh, God. Forget it. The doppelganger's taking a shower? It also couldn't be true because this figure standing in front of me didn't have any facial features. Shut up. Ew. I hate this. I hate this. It was just like, looks like a Barbie doll that hasn't gotten painted yet. (gasps) In a towel? My nightmare. (laughs) My nightmare. Don't take off that towel. I don't want to know what's (laughs) under there. Just a white form of what looked like an adult woman. Oh, my God. It says, oh, I forgot to read. It didn't have any facial features or any other features for that matter. Just a white form of what looked like an adult woman. When our eyes met, or I guess my eyes met with where her eyes should have been. Oh, God. I got this overwhelming feeling that she was not cool with me being there. It was at that moment that I learned that I'm not a fight or flight kind of guy. More of a calmly and quietly walk away and try to convince yourself that if you don't acknowledge it, it isn't real. A.K.A. <laughs> the most Midwestern way to handle seeing a ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought about it, but that is how I react to things. I just immediately get very quiet and very even keeled. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything's oh, fine. Almost to a dissociative level. Oh, like oh, a- well, I, th- I would argue far past a dissociative <laughs> level. <laughs> I'm an expert. I stepped back, let the screen door close, and walked back to the church. When my mom asked me why I came back, I told her I was still hungry and waited until the entire family was ready to go home together. Matt, talk about dissociating. Truly. Like, natural. You're a natural. Not, ev- not even trying to, like, get out immediately. Just kind of waiting for everyone else to pack their stuff up. I'm just going to eat all- another macaroni salad and see I'm what I'm already fine being here forever again. Yeah. I- we can stay. It's, it's okay. cool. We'll bring some jello home, make it make it go down a little easier. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until years later when I was home visiting from college that I told my family about this featureless woman in white. I expected everyone to tell me I had imagined it or was mistaking a dream for a memory, but the whole family erupted in their own ghost stories, and we quickly discovered that we all had ghostly experiences in that house and that church, but didn't tell anyone for fear of sounding crazy because, again, Midwesterners, and I would also Mm -hmm. argue, you know, you're living in a church. It's something people don't love to talk about. You know what's wild, though, is I wonder if all of them were, um, like, that day when he was being super patient and waiting for everyone to pack their stuff up do you think all of them were being equally patient and just like all trying to like yeah they're like not one more bite of jello are you sure (laughs) you sure you want to go home (laughs) um let's see 
My mom and dad have a particularly creepy-ass story involving the Sunday school room, but that's a story for another time. Ooh. That's so cute how you did that, Philip. That's uh, very sweet. I hope this email finds you both well. My wife and I love your show and have loved hearing your stories and seeing you grow your careers, and it truly does feel like you're our friends. I hope we can see you live sometime, especially if Em's mom is there. Beth, <laughs> Philip, Philip, you and your wife are my favorite. I love you. I want to be. I think friends Philip with you. just pandered to everyone, including my mom. My I think. Gosh, Philip well knows done. what he's doing. Oh well, thank you, Philip, and I hope that all of you maybe had a conversation with each other about maybe we communicate more loudly yeah. that <laughs> if we want to leave the room, we just all leave. Maybe we go to therapy and learn how to. I tried to learn how to not disassociate, but I find disassociating very comforting, so I keep doing it. But, you know, if you want to It's a hard habit to break. Hard habit to break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. The next one is from Shelby, who's a she, her, hers pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Shelby. And the subject is ongoing. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Creepy, creepy true crime slash grandparents story. Stop. A mystery New is line. afoot. A mystery is. is afoot. Stop. A New line. AF exclamation point exclamation point. Stop. Okay. Hi, pals. Thanks. That was pretty succinct compared to other people who write the, the laundry list of people. I so. really like whenever there's one that's succinct, M immediately just makes it super duper long. I was like, hey, pals, 
I like how this one's succinct and not long I do. like all the other ones. <laughs> I'm going to make them long no matter what. So, <laughs> Hi, pals. First time writer, huge fan, and current law student here. My first semester grades are released in two hours, and <gasps> I simply cannot focus, so I'm catching you up on my ongoing family true crime story instead. What a way to distract yourself. Congrats on the A's. All A's. I know. I know it. I feel it in my bones. You did it. About a year ago, this woman who was my grandpa's gardener and unfortunately struggling with mental health and addiction issues, stole his credit cards and set his house on fire while grandpa was asleep in the house. What? Strong start. And then went on a month long arson spree across (gasps) the city. Oh, my God. What? Uh, And luckily he woke up when... uh, Luckily, he woke up when a window exploded from the heat and everyone was fine. But still, waking up to an exploding window full of fire. Holy shit. Eventually, she allegedly killed a different old man who was asleep in his house when she set it on fire. See article here. (laughs) Wow. Um, It literally says it's from Q13 Fox in case anyone wants to look it up. And it's Tacoma Serial Arsons. Woman charged with murder. 17 counts of arson. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Okay. But wait, there's more. Oh. Thank God, Shelby. When she set the house on fire, Grandpa had a ring camera and they could see someone else was with her, but they never identified the accomplice. Mm. Ever since her arrest, weird things have been happening. For context, his house and driveway are very off the beaten path and you kind of have to know it's there to find it. Grandpa's girlfriend's bike was stolen four months ago from their yard. And after that, someone got into the detached garage and slid the extra garage door latches closed. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, their garage fridge and freezer were unplugged randomly. Ah. This feels so creepy. It's like, it's one of those times you almost hope it's a poltergeist because yes. if it's someone coming to do just such subtle changes yes. be- intentionally to fuck with you. Like little creepy things mm. and hoping you'll notice. Like, no. Okay. Well, it's escalating. God. Okay. How? Last night, they mm. woke up at 3 a.m. and saw the furnished basement was a half foot deep with water. What? They couldn't figure out where it was coming from until they found a garden hose from their backyard turned on full blast and squeezed through one of those tiny basement windows close <gasps> to the ceiling. What the F? So it definitely feels like the gardener was leaving a signature or something, right? I mean, I guess. They are calling the detective on the arson case immediately because our intuition is screaming that it could be the accomplice seeking yeah, revenge. Yeah, because isn't the woman arrested? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, but it, that feels like a nod of like you know who who I am. I'm involved in the, the gardener's, gardener's plans plot. Oy. What the f? Okay. Ooh. So, but they don't know, right? No. And then it ends with thanks, love you, bye. <gasps> so the accomplice. What did it say? Seeking revenge. See, they think it could be the accomplice seeking revenge that maybe garden lady is in jail. But why would they, what are they seeking revenge for? Oh, that. Like, like to carry on to the, their hijinks. Oh. I don't know. Jeez. But why are they so obsessed with this house? Like, that's so creepy, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I feel like for it to be so intentional, it feels like crazy making. I don't think it's a coincidence, definitely, but I can't really put my finger on what 
this I mean, means. they did say that the person had mental health issues. So maybe both of them do. And there's right. Maybe that's true. They have some sort of grievance with this house. Yeah, or maybe that's a good point. Maybe they used to live there or something. I don't know. I have, and we I don't know. they don't know who the accomplice is, right? Mm-mm. Only oh. they have footage from the ring camera, but that's it. Man, that is creepy. Now that's a humdinger. What you should do is post that on TikTok, that ring video. Someone will figure them out in who, five seconds. Yeah, try and figure out who the accomplice is. We'll share it, right? Can we do yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. We'll share it. Oh my god. We don't gosh. have a TikTok account, but we'll make one. We'll make one. Go follow oh, yeah. our TikTok. It's Actually, a, maybe we should have we should a, make a, a TikTok where we just post warnings for people. Or or we well, Megan, our social media um creator manager person she uh she makes reels we could just put those on tiktok that's true uh okay so follow our tiktok atwwd <sighs> podcast <laughs> it probably doesn't have a blue check yet but it probably does exist so you know between my luck and christine's luck it will have a blue check every other day so <laughs> yeah that's true some days it'll just vanish for no reason that's when my day happens yeah um, yeah, yeah also uh megan's probably somewhere like you signed me up to do what? I didn't <laughs> sign up for a TikTok account, but you know what? Let's do Oy. it. All right. Well, anyway, thank you, Shelby. Wow, Shelby, that's spooky. And honestly, like like M said, like little crazy making things. I mean, the the hose is a bigger thing because that's like clearly that feels like it's. I mean, escalating is the perfect word, but yes, like little yes. little crazy making things is like. Did I do that? Did I do that? They're but damaging, this new hose but not, thing yeah, is that definitely like you didn't mistake this. Intentional. Yeah. And also Ugh. how creepy to know that someone like was prying your window open. Ugh. Yeah. I, I can't. I mean, there's nothing more violating than something happening to or in your home. Yeah. Especially since he already survived a fucking arson attack. Yeah, it just feels like they like, like it feels alone. like a hit on him or something. Yeah, I don't like this. I'm so sorry, Shelby. Yeah, Tell good your, luck. I'm glad your grandpa has a uh, ring camera, ring doorbell. Yeah, okay. maybe he needs like 10 more. Yeah. <laughs> he needs like a whole surveillance station. <laughs> on every corner of the house and then post those on TikTok and then we'll find them. We'll find the culprit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, I have a story for you. This is from Sam, who uses they slash he pronouns. <gasps> Thank you, Sam. Love a double pronoun. This is called I Heard a Banshee in the Redacted Glen. Okay. Redacted. <laughs> okay. Hello, Eva. First, last, and foremost, Em and Christine, <laughs> fur babies, flesh babies, petrified fruit, and spiders new and old. That's beautiful. That was beautiful. Beautiful, Sam. Oh. I would be remiss not to first of all say I'm still making my way through the latest episode, but I keep having to pause to reroute my linear brain away from I know M means beast from X-Men, not Banshee. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Well, I, we can't go back and I don't even know what any of this means, but <laughs> remember uh, I, I covered Banshees and I kept talking about one of the X-Men who's big and blue. Yeah, that's beast, not Banshee. That's oh, you total, called that's them Banshee. I kept saying they were banshee, and I was, com- I think, as it started with a B, I was combining them in my head, but oh. I definitely meant beast the whole time. Wow, I bet so many people are mad. No. <laughs> well, you haven't even heard about it yet, so it can't be that many. Oh, I think most oh well. of us just tune out and go, hmm, cool, mm-hmm. superheroes. Yeah. I, I don't know how many people are uh, X-Men are the- involved, but no, that it's definitely beast, and my brain was just putting a B word with so a B word. So they're not even, beast is not even a banshee? 
No, it's oh. a, I mean, there is an X-Men Banshee, it's, but Beast is not Banshee. Okay, I oh, got it. Okay. So it says, no shade. I just keep being ejected bodily from the lore. Okay. <laughs> anyway, on with the proverbial show. I spent some time abroad working as a tour scribe, managing social media for a funky little Irish American tourism company. It took me, mm. sounds like the plot of a romance novel or something. It took me to some of the most breathtaking places I've ever seen filled with both heartbreak and wonder. Look up, for example, the Glenef Horseshoe. Okay. While there, I had the opportunity to visit the town of Sligo's very own Fairy Glen. And yes, mm. they called it that. I'd been tasked by the tour company owner with taking beautiful pictures of rustic scenery, which meant hiking. Happily, sorry, M, through trails ensconced by twirling vines, trailing brambles, knee-deep in mud with on-again, off-again showers. The owner of the inn and company business partner Geraldine was with me, and we were chattering away, enjoying the rustle of leaves and admiring the dappled sunlight. By the way, this needs to be a Pulitzer. I'm I told you sure. it's a it's a it's one of those like beach reads where you're like, I don't know, they go abroad to find themselves and just you know. saying this sound someone is an author and yeah. it is showing that's all the glen itself is lovely and eerie to stand mm. in the heart of a pass that looks not unlike an enormous axe cleaved through voluminous stone covered in ivy and see the sun turn everything gold and emerald is beyond words there was a little wooden swing a fire pit and rags tied to trees for wishes and prayers the rain picked up for a bit and geraldine took out a vape <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm taking bodily out of the lore, Sam. You're taking me yeah. bodily out of it. So, <laughs> Geraldine took out a vape, very modern, to puff away a few times while we waited for it to let up. We'd heard a few sheep and some more rustling in the bushes, but despite the feeling of not being entirely alone out there, you'll feel that a lot in Ireland, I've found, all seemed peaceful until we were about ready to head back. Ooh. We'd been talking about something entirely unrelated when we heard it at last. Somewhere in the forest, up over the slant of slate towering above us, there was a cry. (gasps) A sound unlike anything I had ever heard in my life. It was utterly gut-wrenching anguish. Mm. Genderless, desperate. Had to be a keen. It carried for miles, it seemed like. After looking at each other, Geraldine and I decided it was definitely time to head back up the way we'd come in. As we did so, however, the sound continued to follow us, moving first to the left of the woods, then to the right of us, back, Mm. then forward. All around us, the sound seemed to echo with no discernible source or exact direction it could have come from. Eventually, we made it back out to the road where she had parked on a shoulder overlooking the craggy cliffs, which dropped off toward the lower woods and onward to the sea. The instant we stepped out of the forest, the noise stopped Mm. on a dime. Ew. Yuck. So it's like Turning... you left its space or its radius. Yes. Or and it just like shut off automatically. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Went, went to mute. Ooh. Creepy. Turning to look at one another, Geraldine and I could only confirm, as much as anyone can, what we had speculated in whispers back there in the woods the banshee. <gasps> we drove back Ugh. to the inn mostly in silence, but to this day, I've never heard anything like that again. Hopefully, I never will. Can't say if anyone close to me passed following the sound, but I am, in fact, a a descendant of an O, as you put (gasps) it. An O'Shaughnessy. Okay, this episode is creepily uh, 
synchronistic synchronistic because in the last episode remember we jokingly named someone oh. sean o'shaughnessy <laughs> we did <laughs> we were talking about oh, the that... ira i totally forgot about that no you're yeah that's very odd that's very odd and also this does i will say this is validating for some of the research too because if the theory is that it only follows o's and yes, m's true. Or o's and max ah. uh i mean hey o'shaughnessy that'll do well. it I have many more stories from ghosts to reapers to a black shuck to strange coincidences and true crime stories. But in the spirit of your wonderful podcast, those are tales for another time. Ah! Love and light, Sam. Man, you all are just tickling my funny bone senses. Tickling my tickle spot. My aesthetic senses. I love it. (laughs) My aesthetic sensibility. Oh, my God. Okay. Christine. What? You're officially on to something by the way about um what's the word you keep saying that this episode is oh i don't know like o'shaughnessy and oh synchronistic synchronistic my brain was shutting off um you're on to something because the next story is about gettysburg And we Wait, literally just talked about that in Eva, the last episode. Well, I know she got some of them during the episode. Eva, were those some of them you found? You're freaking me out. I can't tell. <gasps> I kind of, I kind of oh. like the mystery. Maybe it really is all just by accident. Oh, that's creepy. We literally talked about. Oh, okay, okay. She said she some of these she looked up. I think. Ah, all right. Damn, I was getting really, really, I was getting really freaked. creeped out there. <laughs> okay well this one is from another sam but instead of they he pronouns we've got she they pronouns listen this is spicy love a double pronoun thank you for normalizing pronouns sam and the subject is a very handsome gettysburg ghost <gasps> Ooh, la, i la. think sam is into a little spirit mm, okay the Sam's story goes all right <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the story hi eva m and um, <laughs> america's infamous hersine shifter <laughs> that got me okay you've killed m thanks a lot sam the hersing shifter is at it again (laughs) last halloween i thought it would be a great idea to take a solo trip to gettysburg uh to really embrace the spooky season at one of the most haunted battlefields in the u.s i spent the day touring the battlefields admiring the monuments and enjoying the ambiance of the historic small town i love an ambiance of a small historic can we go there I want to yeah. go there. Have you I've never been to I've Gettysburg? Never been. Oh, I think you would actually like it a lot. I think it's... I would. I've always wanted to. Okay. We could, that could be our next, and that's why we drink retreat. And that's why we retreat. Okay. We'll do it there. We've already talked about this. I think I came up with something very clever. Eva, remind me what I said. I'm sure it was hilarious. <laughs> Eva, um, go back to the minutes of every single sentence we've but ever. Listen, I'm sure I told her to write it down. So it has to be somewhere. <laughs> she has stopped writing things down years ago, I think. Okay. It was a really great, relaxing day, and I decided to spice things up by signing up for a midnight ghost tour. Midnight Ooh. ghost tour. That means it ends at like one or two in the morning. That's you brave soul. Spooky. It was Halloween, so it would literally be a crime if I didn't sign up for a ghost That's tour. That's true. You could be arrested. A good point. After waiting hours for midnight to roll around, the tour turned out to be a complete dud. Oh, boo. Nothing spooky happened. A baby cried the entire time, and I was cold and tired. Who oh. had their baby out at midnight for a ghost tour? Go That'd to probably bed. be me. That'd probably be me. That would be you. <laughs> Defeated, I walked back to my car around 1 a.m. and to 
Uh, to exit the parking lot, I had to drive through this dark alley. As I was pulling through, I noticed a man standing in the middle of the lane. Oh, jeez. As I got closer, I noticed he wasn't moving to get out of my way, and I would have to hit him. He oh, wasn't. He wasn't I would going have to. I can't stop. Well, if if I kept driving, I'd have to hit him. He wasn't going to move, so I had to slowly swerve around him, and I was able to get a closer look at him. And he was all caps handsome. <laughs> the end. <laughs> what a tale. Late late twenties, over six feet tall, pretty face. Then I realized he was wearing a Civil War <gasps> uniform and never acknowledged my existence. Oh no. Okay, but what color was the uniform? That's Great important. Uh, I thought maybe he's a sexy reenactor, but he wasn't moving even after I almost ran over his handsome ass. <laughs> so his ass was nice too. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. He was just a solid figure standing in the direction of the battlefield. No phone, no cigarette, no movement. And as I drove around him, I got the courage to look in my rearview mirror and he disappeared. <gasps> that day was the day that I considered giving my number to a ghost. Thanks for reading, and I love you all, Sam. Whoa. Sam, I love that you were having like a hot girl summer moment. Um, <laughs> like you were like, you know what? Here's a stranger at 1 a.m. in a dark alley. Happy Halloween to me. Trick yeah. or treat, <laughs> baby. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. <laughs> Here's the thing. That ghost hunt was a dud, so. But hey, was it really if it ends with getting get something out of it? Getting that spooky smolder, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, those hot cross buns, you know? <laughs> okay, well, Sam, I'm sorry that uh, you should have at least suggested the number and just see what happened, you know? You should have at least dropped a post-it out the window and seen if he, like, knew what to do with it. I know. But also, like, yeah, he really wasn't budging. If he really was from the Civil War and he saw your car and he wasn't responding, <laughs> he was not going to respond to a phone number. He yeah, wouldn't know what to do with not. either. Probably not. That is very scary, though. I bet I bet a lot of that happens, and I bet people think they're reenactors, you know? Yeah, like, oh, I, I truly. I would probably assume that. I would, too. There's a lot of people who think, like, oh, I thought it was, I was at a museum of an old house, mm -hmm. and I thought maybe someone was just a tour guide, but, I mean, hey, you with Thomas Whaley, right? Yes, so. exactly. I thought it was a reenactor, for sure. Yep. All right. And well, thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. All right. So this one is called My Boyfriend Left Me for a Ghost. Oh was it gosh. the Civil War reenactor? Uh, how hot was he? How hot were his buns? This Tell guy was so hot that everyone is just falling over themselves I mean, for him. I'm in love with him. I haven't even seen him. I've just, I need you <laughs> I'm to in know. love with him. I'm yeah, like, so I'm are you. pretty sure that was Captain America. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Amanda. She, her, hers, uh, who also says Cancer, Sun, Gemini, Moon, Virgo, Good. Rising. Oh, lovely. Subject is, my boyfriend left me for a ghost. Hi, Eva, M, Christine, and Gio. First off, I need to say I'm a huge fan of your show. Like Christine, I am a Catholic school survivor who used to freak out the school librarian by checking out the only two ghost-slash-superstition books they had on a weekly basis. Oh, my God, I used to do that, too. How to train your kids to be psychic. Or how am I psychic for kids or whatever? <laughs> I used to check that out Written all the time. Written by Chip Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Aww. As you may have guessed, I've always had an interest in the occult, but never experienced anything until my freshman year of college. I went to a small haunted ass college in Long Island to study theater. My mm. friend's dorm room had the most activity of all of ours freshman year. The lights would constantly turn off and on. The bathroom door would open on its own. And a few times his alarm clock went off, even when it was unplugged. Mm. Hey, you said that. Wait. Eva? 
there's no way you wrote something that specific into the search bar. This is freaking at me out. That literally was something I just said in the last episode about a college. Hang on, what yeah. college was it? I don't know. This one says Flagler? it's in Long Island. Oh no, no, I didn't talk about Long Island. Well, apparently it's happening at colleges across the nation. So uh, great. okay, Eva said she didn't, but it, but sh- she found it and it weirdly fit. Ugh. Me and my friends quickly learned that there were unmarked graves from the Civil War, oh God, behind the dorms in the woods. Terrible. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend at the time was trying to strengthen his clairvoyancy. Oh no. So naturally, we all gathered our friends to go into the woods. I started to get an unpleasant feeling the further we went and like I was being watched, but we kept going. When we finally got there, it didn't take long for my boyfriend to all of a sudden faint. Okay. (gasps) Oh, shit. After a few moments, he came to and said we all needed to leave. We all ran. (laughs) That's challenging. If someone someone passed out and then eyes wide open goes, we need to leave. Oh my god, I'm and so then far wants out of that to room. run immediately yeah. after they've passed out. Like something right. must be bad. <laughs> right. Especially yeah. if it's M. If M Especially ever faints and then says run, oh boy. I'll crawl on all fours, but you run. <laughs> I'll catch up with you. After a few moments, he came to and said we all needed to leave. We all mm. ran away, and of course, my dumbass 18-year-old self chose to wear flip-flops during our adventure in the woods and immediately lost one while running that I did not go back for. Oy. Now, we were all back in my boyfriend's room. There were maybe eight of us. One of my friends with big piercing blue eyes started to act a little differently. He pulled me to the side and started talking to me as if he were another person. Ew. And I swear there was a change in his piercing blue eyes. He kept telling me that I was a fool for thinking I could trust my boyfriend and that we would be ending soon. Being the overly non-confrontational human I was, especially at that point in life... I made an excuse to join the rest of our friends and walked away. I still felt his eyes on me the whole time. By the next day, everything was back to normal. Fast forward a few weeks later where we discovered our music practice rooms used to be a barn that they had converted. They were open 24-7 for students to practice their songs and or instruments whenever they wanted. My boyfriend and another one of our friends decided to go very late at night only for them to come back and tell us there was a young girl, somewhere between 16 and 18, in old-time clothing staring at them in the mirror. Oh, no. And she seemed to be very attached to my boyfriend. For weeks after, he seemed to be drawn to going back to the same practice room to see her. <gasps> there, yeah, there's something wild going on there. I'm scared. As he continued to go, he started to learn more about her and apparently <gasps> himself from a past life. Oh, no. The ghost girl's name was Annabelle, and he was the reincarnation of her past love. If I'm remembering correctly, his name was Edward. They were to have gotten married when he came back from the war, but he had died in battle. I noticed him being distant, and when I brought it up, he came clean and told me the whole story. Oh, I forgot to mention, his dorm room windows looked out to the practice rooms, which of course he had wide open as he told me she doesn't like that we're together and she's actually watching us right now. (gasps) Oh my God. The anxiety was real, although I wasn't fully sure if he was telling me the truth or not. We broke up that night. 
I will just say he did not stay single through our time at college, and it seems like Annabelle never scared any of his other girlfriends away, so I don't know how plausible his story was. But either way, it took me a damn long time to go back into those practice rooms. I have other ghost stories from my college years that I'd love to share, but being how this was my first haunting ever, I felt this was the one I needed to write. Love you guys. It's also the most dramatic love triangle oh, I could my. come up with. Talk about an elevated love triangle. It's like take the average love triangle and fucking turn it up a notch. Also, like hide the story from like Stephanie Meyer I because was she that. truly might write a story about how a guy is in love with someone who's a dead and someone who's Edward. alive. Edward. Hmm. This is sounding uh, familiar. Hang on a second. Uh, but no, that actually what talk about like so what he's gonna break up with you to be with a ghost like what's the situation there i don't yeah mm-hmm. it sounds like maybe like he got he couldn't break up with her with the ghost in the mirror yeah he couldn't break up with the ghost and be like um yeah that was another time my friend i'm sorry i died yeah i don't know, I don't know they what to were tell true you. loves um i know there are actually times where i feel um i'm very team reincarnation and i'm very team soul connections and knowing people and going into new lives together mm-hmm. and there are a lot of times where i'll look at somebody in my life that i know i've had multiple lives with and i'm like so were we supposed to meet up here and fall in love and that's not happening like what's the situation did we, like did we do it yeah did did we <laughs> do it like what's the situation what happened <laughs> it must have not been that memorable i don't know was i but good I, I don't know <laughs> but i think about that stuff all the time where like i think like i i think allison and i knew each other in another life but i think that this is our first time dating or in love i don't <laughs> I don't feel like this is like a, you know, from from lives past, we keep finding each other. I feel like there's someone else in this world that I was in love with in a past life. And then when we like me died, maybe, I don't know, uh, someone. But then when we we died and we decided like, oh, how, how's the next life going to go? I think we were like, maybe we need a break, you know, maybe yeah. we find something new going. So I, I want to see other people. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if it hurts as much in the celestial realm. I wonder. Um, but uh no i i definitely think that you find you keep finding the same people if they're supposed to help teach you something or whatever i agree so that would be wild though if you knew who the person was you used to be in love with and also you they're still dead and talking to you in a mirror that's yeah, also beyond that part also that's that. beyond i love how offensive would that be though if your partner was like i love you but like you're not the one i have a deep soul connection with from a past life <laughs> you just don't fit the bill you can never be that person for me that's true yeah it's i mean hurtful. i guess i mean i did just say that about allison but i oh. uh <laughs> <laughs> but no i think uh, and also allison does not believe in reincarnation right. so that's uh, that's by the way is a red flag to me that like oh yeah we definitely did not meet up in a past life if for some reason in my you brain you thought that's this would be a fun prank from the celestial realm yeah. you were like I watch think, this i think you're new here i think yeah. i think <laughs> we're a new dynamic but there are other people where like i mean I've, you know, I've met people and I never had a romantic interest in them, but immediately like had some sort of bond that you just can't explain. And I feel like maybe that's because we were in love in a past life or maybe like we went on like some crazy adventure or they were part of like a traumatic event in my past history, something. We're trauma bonded. You don't know this about us, but we're trauma bonded already. Trauma bonded into a whole other lifetime. Oh God, can't imagine. (laughs) I mean, that's talk about bringing baggage with you. I know. Celestial anyway. baggage. 
anyway, I love a good reincarnation story and uh, star-crossed lovers finding each other. But that's a wild one, and especially since he was okay with breaking up with you for her, but not being and then just single dating for other her? people. Yeah. yeah, really leaned into it. Though. I appreciate his um commitment to the narrative. I the guess the craft. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie. Literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's end on another hi. This is from Olivia, who's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Olivia. And the subject line is a lonely attic boy from a college you've never heard of. Okay. Watch it be like, I don't know. What's one of the ones we talked about? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we're going to find out really quick though. Yeah. So our, our, our future episode about haunted dorms, I feel like, uh, each of these stories has given you a nod into something I talk about uh-huh. in that episode, so get ready. All right. Hi, I'm Christine, Baby Geo, and Eva. I've been listening to your podcast for the past three years, and let me just say it has really helped me get through some rough times. Aww. One of my best friends introduced me to it, and every time I listen to you guys, it makes me feel so comforted. Aww. Well, for the most part. Okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you didn't need to say that, but all right. <laughs> that part could have been deleted and it would have wow, hurt my feelings less. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I am a microbiology and biochem PhD student. Okay, we get it. You have LOL, same. significantly more important things than this podcast. Um, and when I listen in lab when there's no one else there, it can get a little creepy. Mm. But nevertheless, this podcast brings me joy, entertainment, and makes me feel less alone in the world. 
The story I'm about to describe is a bit of a doozy surrounded by legend, 1800s bad parenting, and paranoid college students. Ooh. It is a rough translation of the stories I was told and the things I experienced while attending the smallest college you ne- have never ever heard of in Indiana. Stop. We just talked about Indiana. I swear to God, if it's... Does it okay. say the name? It's not the, it's not the one I was talking about, Michelle. Oh. Eva, I just know exactly what buzzwords you were searching. Eva, like, you were scaring come on. me. Indiana. Eva. Okay. It's called Hanover College. Okay. Feel free to use Wait. the actual name. I think okay. I know that well, maybe there's other Hanover College. Look at Eva. She just texted us, he, he, he. What a yeah, little monster. She also texted us the eyes emoji. Um, <laughs> I know of I know of Hanover College, but I also live in Ohio. So, like, I probably uh, know. Um, oh, Mike Pence went there. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Great. How did you know that? Oh, you looked I it up? I just Googled it. I just oh. know a lot about Mike Pence. Well, in our, in our after chat that has yet to come out, we... We're talking about how you have some like weird trivia oh, knowledge. Yeah, so. I wish I'm so glad it's not about Mike Pence. I promise. Eva just texts us. This is what happens when I pick stories while you're still recording. Okay, you're so this is a monster. These are okay. like four synchronicities, but I still love <laughs> them all the same. I truly, I thought every single one of them was uh, just it. It was just fate Divine or something. Intervention. <laughs> And and her name is Eva. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Talk about fate, Eva. So, uh, microbiology and biochem PhD student. And when listening in lab, it can get a little creepy. But nevertheless, the podcast brings me joy. The story I'm about to describe, 1800. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, right, Indiana, of course. It's called Hanover College, apparently where Mike Pence went. Um, and it was established in 1827 and has a lot more history than I thought. Uh, when I first stepped foot as a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed freshman so many years ago. The first semester, I had heard a few rumors about the locations of some places on campus, such as a big place called The Rock, where a woman <gasps> supposedly fell to her death Aww. and where students would hang out and definitely not go to do drugs. Oh, sure, no. Uh-huh. We had one of those, too, on my campus. A week. My second semester. Was it the bowling alley? Oh, wait. It else? was not the bowling alley. <laughs> you guys, bowling... I'm sorry. You haven't heard that episode yet. I thought I was making a, a fun callback, but it's a call <laughs> forward. <laughs> You'll understand. understand. Like Hollywood video. Am I right? video. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> my second semester, my friend and I decided to switch rooms and live with each other rather than the people we were currently living with. Good call, because Good my call. first semester, I lived with my ex. That was a bad call. Oh, woof. Bad call. Bad call. <laughs> Rather than taking up a room in the same old stinky dorm, though, they moved us to an older, stinkier dorm room <laughs> in the middle of campus. We grabbed all our things and moved into the old attic space, and I loved how cozy it was and quickly made it home, Aww. while my roommate was a bit more apprehensive and did not spend much time in there alone. <gasps> About a month later, I would understand why. Boy. I am a pretty social person, so I usually had people over, and it wasn't until my roommate left for a weekend that I began to get less cozy in our <gasps> little attic. Oh, no. For a bit more context, the attic has three rooms, and only two were occupied. The other room has two girls that played sports and had away games quite often. So I was pretty much alone in this attic. One night I was there alone, probably studying or binge-watching uh, Bob's Burgers, and I noticed that the door was open. I was kind of confused because I always shut it, and they are the older, heavier doors. I shrugged it off and closed it and then hopped in my bed that faced the door. 
At some point, I fell asleep and then woke up suddenly, like I'd been shocked by a jolt of electricity a few hours later, <gasps> uh, a few hours later to find the door wide open. Ugh. I know that I had shut and locked that damn door, and at this point, I was not having insomnia. Uh, and uh, then bitch says, I am now. <laughs> I, I am now. Yeah, same. <laughs> so this whole thing was very unusual. I thought it might be my roommate, so I got out of bed using every brave cell in my body and walked toward the door. Aww. The hallway lights were normally on, but for some reason, the, that night, it was pitch black. I grabbed my phone and flashlight and ran down the hall to the bathroom. I'm not sure why I did this. I just didn't want to be in that room anymore. The bathroom at the end of the hall has one stall with a big window. I never understood why they put windows in bathrooms, but go off, I guess. <laughs> I locked myself in the bathroom stall and put my face in my hands to get a grip. I sat there like that for a few minutes and then got up to head back to my room. But not before I looked in the bathroom window to see a fucking old man's face staring <gasps> right back at me. What? I took off back toward the room, definitely stubbing my my toe on the door frame, slammed the door and climbed back under my covers until morning. <gasps> Which, by the way, like that could have been a ghost. It could have been a intruder. Well, third that floor bathroom, though. <gasps> oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Ew. So that was or not third floor attic, whatever that means in that scenario. Didn't even Yikes. think about it. This instance happened a few more times when I was alone, minus the man's face, because any time I saw the door open, I stayed in bed and minded my own damn business. <laughs> yeah, I would too. One of the students a few years my senior was an absolute slut for the dark history of the college. That <laughs> was M. that would have been me. <laughs> Putting on like a, a prezi or something. Remember those prezies? Like, like I, I have remember, a lot to share with you. I remember when prezies came out and my teacher's brains exploded they it's were like so, these are the coolest things i've ever seen people, we, i was just talking to someone about that about how funny it was because it had such a blip it was such a blip but people were like this is the future yeah. of it was like when betamax came out and they were like this is our future <laughs> and then it just didn't happen usually if you say this is the future it's probably not <laughs> it's um, probably like put your stock in something else yeah it's more subtle than that um yeah anyway uh, was an absolute slut for the dark history of the college and put on a haunted Hanover tour every Halloween. Shut Aww. the fuck up. That's a small business that's last I fun. checked. I hope that's... that people paid for tickets. Not to be such a millennial, but that is a girl boss as last girl I checked. Boss. One very cold night, I joined this tour. Very, very cool, by the way. You should definitely do more episodes on haunted colleges. See? Eva. Yeah. And maybe give a small a shout out to this small dying liberal arts school. Okay. Shout out. <laughs> there were tales of suicide, adultery, and one really interesting <gasps> one about an unsolved murder in the admin building. As he passed the building, as I as he passed the building I lived in, he got super quiet and began telling us the tale of a lonely boy whose father hid him away because of a disability. Oh, so um, this friend uh, was was not a girl boss, but a boy boss. A boy boss. I, I am sorry. Oh, you know what? Anyone can be a girl boss that's, with that kind of energy. Yes. Yeah. But let's say boy boss, just in case that's what makes them feel safe. The father was one of the first presidents of the college and had to maintain a certain superior presence that was apparently diminished by having a son who was not neurotypical. Oh, no. Yikes. Oh, no. So he did what any good father would do and locked him in the attic. Come on. Mm -hmm. The details are a little fuzzy, but while he was in the care of his father, he remained hidden away in the space of the building. Mm. It was a super lonely existence, and according to the tour guide, his spirit may still be hanging around. 
It was rumored that he had paid closer attention to female college students who lived in these rooms and just simply wanted a friend. Oh, my God. And it was it was the attic room mm-hmm. <gasps> where she lived. Oh, my God. I took this tour a few years after I had moved out of that room, but instantly felt <gasps> a pang of guilt for the boy turned old man by the time he passed, who may have just wanted a friend and was opening the door to invite me to come play. I still think about him sometimes and hope his spirit will one day find rest and friends in the beautiful afterlife he deserves. Oh, I'm going to cry. That's really sad. I was pretty good friends with my roommate, but not the type of friend to swap ghost stories yet. And she was already a very easily frightened person. So I did not want to add to it. Years later, and what prompted me to write this, she posted something on her social media about haunted addicts and asked, and I asked her what she meant by this. She said, and I quote, that tiny ass room we lived in was haunted for real. Ah! And I asked her to give me some details. And lo and behold, while I was gone, either partying or spending time at another, another friend's residence, and she was alone, she had experienced nearly the exact same thing <gasps> I had. I still wonder how many people who lived in this attic, both before and after us, experienced the same sensation, and if any of them befriended the lonely boy in the attic. That's sad. Love, Olivia. Also, Team Milkshake. Oh, We team never milkshake. get a Team Milkshake. Thank you for being wow. one of my rider dies, Olivia. But also, I what if someone who listens to this podcast lives in that attic right now, and they're like, oh! That's, I remember you were talking about a room at Ohio University in the upcoming episode, and I said, like, imagine them sitting there like, 4, 418, you said? Or whatever it was. Like, oh, 428. Oh, shit. 428. Oh, God. That must be a chilling, but probably validating if you've experienced that. Oh, yeah. Creepiness. Yeah. But anyway, thank you, Olivia. Um, thank you. And thank you, everyone who wrote in stories this month. And, you know... Thank you, Eva, for selecting Thank them. You, Apparently Eva. on the fly, but you really nailed it because you were freaking us out. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody. I hope that um, some of these inspire you to uh, write in your own ghost stories, your own true crime stories. Um, can we get more? I know we've already done this theme, but can we get more synchronicities? Because they're my favorite. And I just, yeah. considering they've been on our mind this episode, maybe we can get some more synchronicity stories if you guys Synchronicity March. I like yeah. that synchronicity right. march it rolls off the tongue <laughs> all right so we'll see you in march of those synchronicity stories folks and get on uh, the horn <laughs> and hopefully uh you enjoy uh episode 313 that comes out one day when we talk about some of the things that we mentioned here and yes. things make more sense for you because it really freaked us out listening to this it episode did. after just or doing this episode after just recording that yeah um but anyway thank you everyone please send in your stories you can send them in at our website um and yeah, happy February. I hope it goes very well for everybody. And that's all I'm going to wish because this is the year of me not manifesting Thank you. the year and then jinxing the entire thing. Um, I'm just so going to say that's happy it. February. Happy February. That way and we a, cover our, both our bases. And one day, a zippy September. I can't wait for that. And that's why we drink. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America. 